0: A lot of us in this house tonight, we're on the powder's wheel right now, and it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good, but we need to just take solace in the fact that even though it may not feel good right now, as long as I'm in his hands, I know that everything is going to be all right. Just touch somebody, look them in the face, and tell them I'm in his hands.
1: But yeah. So you can just, just, just live for the rest He will, heal. He will provide. Lord, no, just know he, he has His hands on
2: come- Amen. God has His hands on us. God wants to see us through whatever it is that we are going through God wants to speak to us He wants to communicate with us, talk to us He wants to know what is our pain, our worries, and our fears That is in our lives He wants to know all about us through us Because He created us and He already know But He wants us to talk to Him about it He wants us to come to Him So let us go before the Lord today and just thank him for everything that he has done and will do in our lives Because we know his hands are upon our lives We know that everything that happens is not a mistake But that God wants to strengthen us for the work that he has for us to do And we go through these things in order that we may be prepared for tomorrow For the next day, for the future, for our destiny so let us go in prayer. Father, we thank you right now, God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We worship you today, O God. We magnify your holy and righteous name, God. We thank you, God, for this day, for this week, God, that you've allowed us to go into, O God. We thank you, O God, for being in our right mind to want to serve you, God, for surrendering ourselves to you, God, for abiding in your kingdom, Lord God. We thank you, O God, for everything that you're going to do for us, every word that you're going to speak to us, every captivity you're going to take away from us, God, bondage, oppression. God, right now we know that you are taking it away in Jesus' name. We plead the blood right now over everything that's going on in our lives, Lord God. We plead the blood over our families, God. We plead the blood over our finances, over our health right now, oh God. Father, over everything in our lives, our children, God. We plead the blood, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, because when the blood is over us, oh God, then the enemy has to step back, God. When we resist him, he has to flee, Lord God. So we stand on you today, Lord God. We stand in you today, God, because you are in us. And we thank you, God, for the opportunity to have you in our lives. We thank you, God, for dying on the cross for us that we may be redeemed, that we may be saved, that we may have the opportunity, oh God. To the tree of life We give you thanks today God We give you glory today Lord God We give you praise and honor today God For truly O oh God you are worthy of everything You are worthy O oh God Of everything that we have And everything that we do And we thank you O oh God In Jesus name Now today we'll be identifying with the fact that we are in Christ and Christ is in us, and that everything he did for us was not in vain, and that when we stand on him, that things will begin to happen. When we abide in him, as it says in John 15, he says that I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. And he's letting us know that he is the connection To the father He's letting us know That he is who he say he is If we've had any doubt He says he cuts off every branch in me That bears no fruit While every branch that does bear fruit He prunes So that it will be even more fruitful You are already clean Because of the word I have spoken to you Remain in me and I will remain in you No branch can bear fruit by itself It must remain in the vine Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me So Jesus is letting us know that in our daily walk we must remain in him Now when we allow ourselves to remain in Christ That means the conviction of the Holy Spirit will come And let us know that we're veering into, we're derailing from remaining in Christ. And as we remain in Christ, our destiny is closer than we thought. When we remain in Christ, we can see things in the spirit realm that we may not have seen or understood when we remain in Christ. When we remain in Christ and he in us, there is a blood covenant connection with him. There is a covenant with Christ by allowing ourselves to remain in him. That whatever we speak, say, bind, plead the blood over, it shall and will come to pass. Because we are abiding in him and he is in us. That we can go and talk to Christ. Concerning issues for ourselves and for others And he will respond to us because we are abiding in him But when we derail from abiding in Christ That's when we run into problems That's when we run into delays and misunderstanding and frustration and depression That's when we run into just um, things that are not of Christ So we have to remain in him. We have to stay connected to the vine, the blood of Jesus, to the covenant of Christ in our lives. So whatever we're facing today or anyone around us is facing, we have to encourage ourselves and encourage them to keep faith. Because without that faith in Christ Jesus, we will not make it our branches will not grow we will not become more fruitful the way that Christ desires us to be but he said that god will cut off those things that are not fruitful which means now the prayers that you're praying are not getting where they need to go now the blood that you're pleading is not being um is not helping you because you're not connected to the covenant you're not connected to the vine But it's when you're connected and you plead the blood, it's when you're connected and you say a prayer, it's when you're connected and you bind and you loose the enemy that you'll begin to see the fire come from heaven. But when you're not connected to the vine of Jesus Christ, to the covenant of Jesus Christ, he says he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. But he wants us to bear fruit. How do we bear fruit? The Word of God, the Holy Spirit, communion with him, because we're learning of him. He's pouring into us. He's enlightening us of his Word. He's telling us about who he is so that we will remain connected in him. But when we don't find out who he is, how do we love him? How do we grow in him? How do we stand in him when we're not connected to him, when we don't read his word, when we don't worship and praise him, when we don't speak in our heavenly language? How are we growing? How are we becoming more fruitful in Christ? We want to believe that when we go in prayer, he hears and he knows and he will answer as he said he would do. But he's saying that's for those who are connected to the vine. There is a clause to that. It's not just go with a raggedy life or with a sinful life and come before the Lord and say, I need you to answer this prayer. But he's saying to those who are fruitful and you abide and I abide in you. You can ask whatever you want, and I will not deny that request. So we need to abide in God. We need to be connected to the vine, the vine of his word, the vine of his Holy Spirit, understanding the blood of Jesus. He's here to help us. God wants us out of whatever we're in. He doesn't want us in bondage or in captivity or in poverty or in lack or not understanding his word, not standing on his word. But he wants us connected to who he is, who his kingdom represents, who the Holy Spirit is. We have to be connected to the vine to have the power That he said we should have We have to be connected to the vine In order for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to come The Holy Spirit cannot be housed in a house That's not prepared for him The Holy Spirit cannot pour out his power To a home that has not been swept out And filled with the word of God But the Holy Spirit wants us to connect to Jesus And as we connect to Jesus He pours into us the knowledge and revelation of who Jesus is, then that strengthens us and encourages us to the vine. So now the vine continues to grow on our branch and continues to make us more fruitful and continues to connect with us because now he trusts us with his word. He trusts us with his Holy Spirit. He can trust us with the secrets of heaven. But we want the secrets of heaven and live the way that we want to live We want the secrets of heaven and we want to use them for our own vain profit But Jesus said, not so If you are going to be connected to me, then I'm connected to you But if you are not going to bear any fruit, then I have to cut you off from the heavenly realm I have to cut you off from showing you things that you do not know Because in Jeremiah 33 and 3, he lets us know that he wants to restore whatever was destroyed. He wants to have everything in our lives the way that it's supposed to be. And in verse 3, it says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. And he was letting Jeremiah know this as he was calling out to God for the people. And he was like, do you want to know what the people need or what's going on with them? Call out to me and let me know. Because Jeremiah was connected to the vine. So he was able to get the inside scoop on what was really going on. But when we call out to God and we say, God, I need your help, God, come to my rescue. And he's searching to see if you're connected to the vine. Have you bared any fruit for him? Are you standing as his disciples in order to get the secrets of heaven, in order for God to reveal himself to you? Because we say, Holy Spirit, come. We say, God, reveal yourself to me. Lord, bring forth your presence to me. But what have we done to pay the price for that presence? What have we done? He's paid the price for us. And that's how he can connect with us inwardly. But what have we done to show him that we are committed to the call, that we are ready to take up our cross and go? Because we live by faith And our faith increases by the word of God Hearing it and doing the word of God We have to conduct ourselves Control ourselves Our emotions, our affections of this world They have to be under the guidance of the Holy Spirit It's not do as you do As a disciple of Christ We do as he do as he did, as his father did. So we are following Christ as he follows God. So we are the examples to the world that we have the stability, we are sustained in Christ, we will remain in Christ as he remains in us. Can we show the world that we will remain in Christ? Or are we up and down as everything else goes up and down in the world? Are we remaining in Christ? I am a disciple for the Lord. So he said, I will remain in you and you in me, and you can ask whatever you want to ask me, and I'm going to give it to you because we have a covenant with Christ. We have an understanding with Christ. And we thank God for that. We thank God for him dying on the cross for us. So whatever prayers you sent up before the Lord, whatever you're requesting of God, allow the Holy Spirit to come and minister to you. And then when he begins to convict for whatever reason in your life, as he does in all of our lives, then allow the Holy Spirit to show you how to deal with that issue. It could be unforgiveness. It could be anything, but allow him to show it, identify it, reveal it, and then you cast it out and you change from that way. You turn from that way. That the Holy Spirit said, in order for you to go closer, this is what needs to be purified. This is what God wants to go. And when we allow that to happen, We're connecting to the vine even more every day as we allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. And when he says, you know that wasn't right, you say, you know what, God, forgive me because that wasn't right. That's allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us. That's allowing the Holy Spirit to purge us. But when we ignore the Holy Spirit after so many times, then his voice becomes more faint. And we don't hear him as loud as we did before in our spirit man Now we have a parable in Luke 18 Where there was a persistent woman And she made sure that she was connected to the vine It says in verse 1 Then Jesus told his disciples parable to show them That they should always pray and not give up He said in a certain town there was a judge Who neither feared God nor cared about men And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? We have to be as that woman. We have to go before the Lord and be persistent in what's going on in our lives. And when things are happening on the earth and we're focused on the fact that the person is not saved or, God, the person doesn't love you, oh, God, it may get harder in prayer to have to go before this. But God is letting you know when you're connected to the vine, when the blood covers you, when the Holy Spirit directs you Saved or unsaved, you will get your justice. Saved or unsaved, whoever it is that you need to go through, you are going through because the covenant of Jesus is with you. She wasn't worried about the fact that he didn't fear God or care about men. That was not her concern. Her concern was the issue that was at hand. That was a focused woman. She didn't need any distractions, and she didn't allow any distractions in her life. She didn't go to her friends and say, oh, Lord, he ain't saved. What am I going to do? Oh, God, well, I got to go march around the building seven times just to get an answer. Oh, God, I got to go and and pray day and night and fast 24 hours a day in order to get an answer. No, she was persistent and focused because she knew justice was hers. And when we know that justice is ours, we can be persistent with God because we can stand in the blood of Jesus and tell the devil he has to go. You will not hinder me from getting this job. You will not hinder me from getting my financial blessing. You will not hinder me from bearing children. You will not hinder me with anything God has promised me because I'm connected to the vine. And he said to me that anything I ask, I will get. So whatever hindrances are in our lives, when we stand and we're connected to the kingdom of God, it will and shall come to pass. Your concern is not whether they're saved or unsaved. Because as we read passages from Daniel to Jeremiah to wherever we're reading Ezekiel, we see that the kings were opposed of them worshiping God. But that did not stop any of them from doing the will of God. That did not stop any of them from being connected to the vine. It made them fight more. I'm not bowing down to you. I only bow to God. What? Then you got to go. Okay, well, I'm just going to have to go because I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to stand for the one that loves me. And he's saying when you remain in me and I remain in you, you're going to have victory. You're going to have whatever you ask because you stood for Jesus. Because you stood on what you know is right. This is not the time for us to be wishy-washy. This is not the time to be watered down. This is the time where you have to stand for what you believe in order for the Holy Spirit to bring forth the power of God. But when we water it down and when we compromise ourselves, then there is a delay. Then the blessing is delayed or may not come or whatever. Stay connected to the vine. The woman stayed connected to the vine. And she said, I don't care how much I'm wearing this man out, he's going to give me what I want because I'm connected to Christ. So it wasn't anything extra that she did. She just kept going. But she knew the God that she served. And this is an example of what we must do. So whatever we're facing in our life today, stand. Even when they say no. But God, but God said, And God will honor your persistence. He will honor your stand. He will honor his word with you. He is faithful. You abide in him, he will abide in you. He wants to be intimate with us. He wants to communicate. He wants to pour out his blessing. He wants his kingdom to come in our lives. All these things is what he died for and rose again for. All of it. His promises are sure. It's we who are not sure because we're not connected the way that he desires us to be. Regardless of what you're facing, regardless of how much you have to cry out to God day and night, night and day, and people are telling you negativity and you're thinking negativity, God said to cast all of that out because you have the power to do that. You have the power to control your own tongue. You have the power to control your own thoughts through Christ Jesus. So when those things come because you're connected, you can change your own situation through the blood, through the connection of the vine. You can reverse a curse. No matter what anybody is trying to do to you, that is negative. Because you are connected to the vine, you can do it. You can be persistent in heaven. You can be violent towards heaven and say, I stand on what was already promised to me, and I'm going to take it by force. I'm not going to stop until you tell me here, stop bothering me, because I know who I am in Christ Jesus. Cry out to God. Seek his face. Like he said when he sent Moses to, to the children of Israel, he said, I've heard the cries of my people. And I have come I have heard the cries Of my people So no matter how you present yourself No matter how persistent you are God is ready to restore What was taken from you God is ready to replace What was what was taken Stolen Kills, steals and destroys what the enemy does And he's ready And able To do it In Daniel 10 we see that there was a delay in prayer So this lets us know that Even though we can be persistent There's an enemy That's trying to make sure We don't get what was promised to us So we're in Daniel 10:12, Then he continued Do not be afraid Daniel Since the first day that you set your mind To gain understanding And to humble yourself Before your God Your words were heard And I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future. For the wisdom concerns a time yet to come. So when the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, destiny dreams, prayers, prophecy. Stay connected to the vine and be persistent. Daniel didn't give up. He didn't know it was a delay, but yet he knew his God. And out of all that fasting and praying, he probably wondered, what in the world is what wh- where what am I wh- what's going on? But he kept praying and fasting because he knew God he knew he was connected to the vine. He knew it was an unselfish prayer. He knew it was for the people. And God, when he called unto God, and, and Jeremiah 33 he said, I will show you things that you do not know. The angel let him know from the heavenlies, this is what happened in heaven. There was a war going on to get this answer to you. The enemy didn't want you to know. He doesn't want you guys to get a breakthrough. He doesn't want you free from captivity. He doesn't want you to know what's yet to come. So he's fighting the messenger. But with persistence, connected to the vine, with prayer and fasting, knowing the word of God, connected to the Holy Spirit, he can't stop it. He will only try to delay. Why? Because you're standing on the word of God. You're not doubting the word of God. You're not questioning the word of God. But you're saying, I know that I know that the God that I serve who has promised is able to provide, who's able to perform what he has promised, his people, that he may get the glory out of this situation. He said, your prayers were there the first day you prayed. We heard you. But on our way to deliver the message, there was a war because they knew this was some good information that needed to get to you and they didn't want it to go. So when you're praying about something that is pressing and it may be time sensitive and it may be critical to your health or to your family and there seems to be some type of information that's not getting, even though in your spirit you're saying, God, I know you've answered me. Continue to say, God, I know you've answered me. Instead of saying, God, I don't know what to do, Lord, why don't you answer me? Oh, God, what, 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 why are you hiding? He said, no, stand on the word. Stand on knowing that I have answered you. Stand on knowing that I I, I have come to rescue you. And when you stand in the vine, within the vine of Jesus Christ, it's coming. Though there may be a delay, because there's a war, it's coming. Because the enemy knows his time is short. So he's trying his best to delay any information that we may have. He's trying to delay anything that God is trying to get to us. So we have to stand on knowing we're connected to the vine. We have to stand in knowing that we are God's children So we are to stand on the word of God Be persistent Knowing that even if there is a delay Your answer is not denied It's not denied God ain't just sitting in heaven saying I'm not going to answer But the enemy is trying to delay the answer Because he does. he wants you discouraged He wants to hinder you He wants to make you feel like God doesn't care. He's not going to help you. But you have to stand and say to the devil, no, it's not true. I'm standing on the word of God. I'm standing on who God is in my life. Because the enemy comes about and he's seeking the weakest link. He's seeking to try to find out who can I devour Where is the person that's not standing in the vine and not connected to Jesus? Where is the person who's not praying and fasting and worshiping God? Because that's the person I need to get into to distract others around them. But when you are engulfed with the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, then you are able to stand no matter what. You are able to know who God is in your life. And God... Is the God of our salvation. We are connected to the vine. We are connected to who God is in our life. So as we go throughout this week, understand that we have to stand when there is no, nothing to stand on. We have to stand, even though we pray to God and it feels as if He's not answering us. We have to say, God, I know you've answered me. Lord, I know I'm connected to you. And if we feel we're not connected to him, then we need to go in prayer and ask for forgiveness. And we need to connect to him. We need to communicate with him. We need to believe in who he is in our lives. But we love the Lord and we want to do his will. We love the Lord and we want to open up to what he has for us. So we see that we have a caller. Um I don't um the caller is from seven five seven nine one two and uh we'll go ahead and put you on the line and uh maybe you have some comments.
3: I had a prayer request.
2: You have a prayer request?
3: Yes. Yeah. huh. Okay,
2: well praise God. What is your prayer Thanks.
3: request? I have an interview tomorrow, and I wanted to pray for favor with that. And I also I applied for um, an assistant principal position um, last week, and I want to pray that I'm selected for the interview and the job. And I'm enjoying the word that you're preaching tonight. <laughs> amen. Thank God. Amen. amen. That's very, very um, true, very true. To the devil has been delaying some of my stuff for me, so I'm enjoying that. Oh, and also, amen. <laughs> Amen. And also, I have a friend of mine that's re, that's moving to Delaware. I'm going to pray that we continue to stay in touch as he um, moves. I'm on Friday.
2: Okay. So, you're applying for a new position? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, and as you were praying, has God given you an answer to the position as to what he's going to do? Well, he
3: told me to fast,
2: so I've been doing that. <laughs> hmm.
3: So, that he will move. It's going to touch an agreement for favor.
2: Okay. Okay, so he said he's going to move on your behalf?
3: Yes, yes, same.
2: Okay, amen. Then then that's where we need to stand. Okay. Because when God has spoken, and he may give you one word or two words, uh-huh. and you may say, well, God, what, what does that mean? Or he yes. may even give you a dream that you don't understand, but it will yes. connect with what you're going through okay, or what you're seeking him about. So huh? those are his answers and we have to have like a dream journal or something to write it down so we can go back and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us what is he saying. So when God speaks and he says, I'm going to work this out, then you have to hold on to that. Even during the interview, when you go to the interview, you have to stand strong. You're going to see people that are dressed nice or look nice, look like they're qualified, overqualified, but God is saying you can't look at the appearance.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You have to be confident in who you are in Christ and the knowledge that you have concerning the job. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
2: when He promised it to you, you mm-hmm. can actually go in there and say, "I can't wait to hear from you because I know I'm I'm going to be a can I'm going to be the candidate you're looking for."
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? That's the kind yeah. of confidence and boldness that God wants us to have. When we go into an interview, because if we take fear to the interview, we've already mm-hmm. defeated ourselves.
3: Yeah, that's, that's true.
2: If we look at our resume and say, "Oh my goodness, how am I going to answer this question? How am I going to do that?" then we've already lost confidence in who Christ, what Christ is, and what He has promised us. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So you
2: take your resume, you look at it, you pray over it, and you release it to God.
3: Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: You release it. You. Do like Hezekiah did and hold that letter up to God and say, Look, you know my work history. You know my heart towards the job that I've applied for. Now, I need you to move as you promised me. But then you have to go in your spirit, man, believing that it's going to happen. You can't doubt during this interview process, there can't be any fear. You have to stand on what God has promised in His Word. So the day or two before the interview, mm-hmm. you have to get in there and read some scriptures of promises from God. And you can pull it up online and say scriptures of promises from God or whatever. And it will direct you to hold on to those promises. So when amen. you walk in there, and and somebody else may do the same thing, but it's only promised to one person.
3: Yes. Yeah,
2: you know what I mean? So yeah. when God speaks, that is just Amen. Amen There's no amen. why, what, when, and where There's just amen Amen So do you feel confident to go in yeah. there to conquer? Okay. Yeah Okay, so mm-hmm. then then it's yours
3: Okay,
2: okay. All right, let's pray All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, O God You said that we should cast our cares upon you, oh God And that you will sustain us, oh God that you care for us, O God, and that you would never let us fall, God. So, Father, we come before you right now standing on your word, pleading the blood right now over that interview, O God, that the atmosphere in that interview will be to her favor, God, that the atmosphere in that interview, O God, we rebuke every demonic force that's going to work against whatever it is you have for her life, O God, that even the person doing the interview right now, we... We plead the blood over their atmosphere and their mind right now, oh God. That they will pick up her application or a resume, God, and they will say, This is the one, God. We plead the blood over that a- over Thank that God. resume right now in the name of Jesus and we take authority over the atmosphere, God. We will walk in there with the blood of Jesus covering us, covering Thank that you. office right now in Jesus' Thank name. You, Jesus. So, thank God, whenever the the schedule for that interview, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just command every demonic force to go right now in Jesus' you, name. Jesus. You God. have to flee, Satan, from this thank interview, you. from this thank resume, in Jesus. Jesus' name.
3: Thank you, Jesus. You have Hallelujah. to go
2: because Hallelujah. we are standing on the word of God, thank the promises you, God. of God that we are connected Jesus. to his vine. Father, thank we you. thank you right now, oh, God. Thank you, We give your name praise. We are not in fear. We cast you out right now. Depression, we cast you out. Distractions, we cast you out. No, you are not going with us to this interview. You will not cling to us in this interview. Thank you, Jesus. But, God, we will take your word, your Holy Spirit, your boldness, your faith. God, we will take you you, on this interview. Thank you,
3: Lord. We bless your name, God. That
2: even when we get dressed, we will have the confidence to know you are with us. And we will plead the blood right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank
3: you, Jesus.
2: You will provide in this situation, God.
3: Thank you, God.
2: Father, we thank you and we give you
3: praise right now, O God. And,
2: Father, for the friend that is moving away, Lord God, that will be done in his life. Thank Thy you. will be done in his life, Lord God. Oh, Jesus.
3: That Thank this
2: territory you. that he's about to move in, God, Thank just you, as you told Abraham to move to Thank a place you. that I will show you. Thank God, you. regardless of who agrees or disagrees with this move, Thank is not the point, God. Thank but you. God, that he will follow wherever you take Thank him. You God. That that territory is yours, God, and you're sending him there on a mission. That whatever he has to do there, you will cover him with your blood, Father. That that nothing will happen to him, but that he will grow and be fruitful in you, O God, and that he will he will be focused on what you have him to do, God. He we surrender his will to you, we surrender his ways, O God that you will come in and send your angels, God, to encamp around about him, God. Allow the Holy Spirit to come and minister to him, Lord God, that he may hear what the word of God is saying to him, that he may dream, O God, and speak to you concerning the issues of life and your people, God. Father, speak to this this person, God, as you send them to a new territory, God. It's not about them, God, but this move is about you. That your name may be glorified, O oh God. Yes, it's not about him or anybody else around him, O oh God. God. It's about you, God. You're setting your people in places where you need yes, them, God. where the word of God needs to be strong. And yes, you're sending yes. the warriors to those places. And we thank, thank you right now, O oh God. Thank
3: you, Lord. We we'll give Jesus.
2: you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor. In thank Jesus' you. name.
3: Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much,
2: Pastor. It is well.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
2: We thank God because we hold on to his promises. We have to hold on to the vine. Don't let go of what you know is the right way. Don't let go of what you know God is saying to you. But hold on to the true vine of Jesus Hold on to who he is in your life, and he will direct your path. Father, we thank you and we give you praise right now, O God. Father, we surrender ourselves to you, Lord. We surrender our thoughts and our fears to you, God, as you answer our prayers. And we know that you've answered them as we plead the blood over our lives, over our children on a daily basis, before they go to a school that does not have prayer that does not want to speak of you, O oh God, we cover them with the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O oh God, before we walk through that walk through the door on our daily ways to where we have to go throughout the day, we thank you, God, because your blood will cover us. Father, we ask for the protection of your angels, God, encamp your angels around about us, Lord God, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, God as we surrender. Ourselves and our minds and our thoughts to you, Lord God. We love you. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor. In Jesus' name.
0: A lot of us in this house tonight, we're on the Father's wheel right now. And it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good. But we need to just take solace in the fact that even though it may not feel good right now, as long as I'm in his hands, I know that everything is going to be all right. Just touch somebody, look them in the face, and tell them I'm in his hands.
1: And he shares He shares your pain inside And sometimes
0: of those hands to get into the point. Oh, I can't get no help in here. That's a good place for blessing. Listen. Listen to the
1: words. See your days, your days Even when the sun is up, Yes, see The sun is down And from the top of Can I tell you one thing, remember, just know He has His hand. on you, He has His hands on you, yes He does.
2: Coming to visit today We praise God for you And we are discussing Remaining in Jesus And abiding in him And if you'd like to Call in and, and add to it That would be great um, So we just wanted to Encourage the hearts and minds Of God's people That we grow And are strengthened By abiding In Christ Jesus He's the only way He's the only way And that we must be Allowing the Holy Spirit To come and speak to us We must Allow revelation To come into our lives daily Concerning whatever it is We're going through Because when we've come this far In life And it looks like we've hit that road Where it splits off God is saying I still am guiding you But in our mind It's like what do we do Where do we go But God is saying I have this road under control And I'm going to tell you which road to take And he'll give that through the revelation of his word Because as we have seen him send His people off to lands they know nothing about But yet there was a blessing in store for them so when God instructs us that He will guide and lead us and we're in fear of what He's saying, He's saying to abide in me and I in you And I will and He will give us what we ask, but He will also show us the direction we need to take. But we have to seek His faith. We have to make sure that we are connected to what He who He is in our lives. So whatever it is you're questioning God about today And you really need an answer from him You really need an answer He's saying to you, abide, come And I'll tell you where you need to go next It's in his word, his Holy Spirit is speaking His blood has covered us to make sure we don't make any more mistakes Any more bad judgments, any more derailments But he's saying to us, come I want to tell you. I want to show you because God is, has prepared people for the ministry that's going to teach the kingdom of God because the Bible that says know that Jesus said when the kingdom is preached, that's when you know. Not, not all the other stuff, but the kingdom of God that is within you, the kingdom of God that Jesus is coming back with. He said when that is preached So he has prepared people To bring the original word back to his people Of salvation, of the blood Of his resurrection, of sin, of blessings He wants the word to be preached In its original form The way that he preached it And sometimes we feel alone Like um, we are the only ones that may be Talking like that, but God lets us know that you're not the only one, as Elijah felt when he was running away from Jezebel, and God said, "No, I definitely have more than you." So when you feel alone and you're saying, "But God, use me," but God, I I'm ready, and I'm and I've committed myself to you. He's saying because the people are so in sin, because the people are so wicked, I have to prepare you to sustain in this time. So God will not release us to the people of the wickedness or to people who just don't want to hear the word of God until he know it will not destroy us. Because as he told Ezekiel, he said, their faces are going to be hard. Their hearts are going to be hard. He said, you can't look at that. You have to preach the word or teach the word according to how God has poured it into your life. And he wants to make sure that we pour it out the way he's given it. He wants to make sure. So we need to remain in him and remain encouraged that though it looks like we are being delayed, it's not a delay. It's a purging process that we have to go through in order for him to use us the way that he wants to use us. And then you may look at people and say, well, I knew that. God, you revealed that to me, and I could have said that, God, and that's the same message that I had. So he's letting you know you're building up to where he needs you to be. He's revealing to you that, yep, You're right, you had the same words. But the words that he's going to give you will be your own. So it will not copy no one else, but it's going to be your own revelation he's given to you, your own ministry, your own word, your own direction. And he has to prepare and sustain you for that. Because the enemy will try to come in and discourage you. He will try to come in and tell you, no, 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 I don't think God called you because... Ain't nobody else calling you, and he will tell you things that are just not true Because he comes to kill, steal, and to destroy But God is saying to you, I have called you, and I am going to use you You are chosen by God, not just called, but you're chosen by God And the Bible lets us know that just like in the days of Noah And in the days of Sodom, that they will be going about their business, doing whatever it is they want to do. And he says, that's when you know it's coming. He's coming. So he will reveal himself to those he's chosen. And you may have a bookload of information that you want to get out, but God said, no, it's not time for you yet. Because when he releases your ministry, It's going to be the fire of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be the anointing of God. It's going to be heaven speaking through you. That's what he wants. He doesn't want copycats. He doesn't want people with similar stuff. I'm trying to be like so-and-so. He wants people that's going to go out there and be sustained in him. That money don't distract you fame and popularity don't distract you but you're so afraid and you're covered by the blood of jesus that you don't want to hurt god you don't want to disappoint god you don't want to do anything anymore in your life that would say to god i'm turning my back on you you're so committed to what god is doing that you're saying to god send me i'll go And I'm going to try my best not to turn my back on you. And he's saying, but hold on, I got to do a little bit more work because I know you won't. That's why I chose you because I know these things out here in the world don't favor you as much as your love for me favors. So we have to hold on to that. It gets a little discouraging, gets a little bit, you know, iffy. But that's your flesh, because your spirit man knows what's going to happen to you in the future. Your spirit man knows how much God is going to use you in the future. But it's your flesh that's telling you right now, I don't know. But God is saying he got to get all that out of you first, all the questions, all the distractions, all the discouragement. He got to get all that out of the way first. And once that goes away and you're truly connected to the vine of Jesus, where he abides in you and you abide in him, and when you command the devil to go, he has to go because you're connected. When you pray God answers because you're connected and the anointing flows because you're connected, God is saying that that's, that's it right there because you're truly connected to the vine. And you become more fruitful as you grow. It's not about how many, but it's, Lord, are you approved of what I've done? It's not about the approval of the people. It's about, God, did I do what you asked me to do? Did I empty myself, God? Did I listen to what you said and actually told your people what you're saying? Moses said, I will not go unless you go. That's what God wants from us. He don't want us to go and, and tell drag the Holy Spirit along with us. He's saying, no, 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 no. Tell the Holy Spirit, if you don't go out there first, then I'm not going because I have no power of my own. I have nothing of my own. So I'm not going out there without Jesus and the blood and the Holy Spirit. I'm not doing it, but I'm doing it under the covering. So God wants you to know. You are called. You are His. You're not just chosen. You're not, no, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not just called or chosen, but you are God's. You are not just called. Many are called, but few are chosen. I'm sorry. You are chosen, handpicked by God. You're handpicked. You're chosen by the blood. Many are called. He's called everybody into repentance. He's called everybody into knowing who he is. But then there are those that are committed that he's chosen. I'm sorry, I was switching that around a little bit. But we thank God for you overcoming ministries. Hold on to what God has promised you. Hold on to what he has spoken to you, no matter what. It's not what it looks like but it's what the promise is for your life. And we thank God for the promises. We thank God for you. We thank God for choosing you to be a part of what he's about to do in the end time because your love for him is pure and honest. Stay connected to the vine.
0: In Jesus' name. A lot of us in this house tonight, we're on the wheel right now, and it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good, but we need to just take solace in the fact that even though it may not feel good right now, as long as I'm in his hands, I know that everything is going to be all right. Just touch somebody, look them in the face, and tell them I'm in his hands.